I'm on the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. Thank you for joining us today. It is Tuesday, January the 30th, and hope you're having a good day. We're glad to be with you on the radio, uh, also online and uh, on our podcast, and then Facebook and YouTube. Uh, we're glad to have folks joining us from all different avenues and hope you're having a good day. Sorry about the delay. It was about a five-minute um, delay. We had a hiccup here. Uh, would you believe it was with a computer? You probably never have problems with your computer or your phone or your tablet or any, you know, smart, um, you know, electronic device. Well, we have those problems occasionally here. I'm sorry about that, but we're glad to be with you on this Tuesday. It's another sunny day. Uh, it's a little chilly, but boy, when you're out in that sun, it feels good. And uh, I thank the Lord. I cannot believe that we are almost finished with January. And uh, we've just got one more day, and uh, we are, we're spoiled rotten with some of this weather we've had. But uh, I hope you're doing well and hope you've had a good day. We're looking forward to a great week here at Victory Baptist Church. Tomorrow night is our midweek service. We'll continue our Bible study as we journey through the Bible. Uh, don't miss tomorrow night. Of course, the teens have their program and the master clubs. It'll be a great time. Then Saturday, I am so excited about our Valentine's banquet this Saturday. You say, Valentine's banquet? is? Did I miss Valentine's? No, no, you didn't miss Valentine's Day. Uh, you got a little, a little notice. We moved it up a week from last year. Uh, our guest speaker, Brother John Everson and his wife, that we, tried, we were trying to get him to come, and they were not able to come that weekend. So I said, well, let's move it up. And uh, so it's uh, this Saturday, which is February the 3rd, will be our Valentine banquet. We'll have a great time. And then Sunday, February 4th, is I Love My Church Sunday. And we all, every year, we have I Love My Church Sunday. Usually it's a week later. Uh, but I'm excited about this year and uh, how God has uh, just put everything together uh, for this big day. I Love My Church Sunday. I mentioned it uh, this past Sunday, but uh, I Love My Church Sunday. Sure, we want visitors to come. We want everybody to come. But we're especially focusing in on our church members. If you are a member, if, if Victory Baptist Church is your home, if, if Victory Baptist Church is the only church you go to uh, regularly or even not regularly, we want you to be here. I say, why? Because we want to show uh, to one another, we want to show to the Lord, we love our church and we're thankful for it. I think you ought to come to church every Sunday, but especially uh, this Sunday. Don't miss it. It'll be a wonderful day and uh, we're looking forward to a great time. We have a special Sunday school class that will be uh, combined for the ladies. They'll meet right out here in our fellowship hall. Uh, we've got three of our men's classes that will be meeting in the auditorium. Uh, we've got a brand new class. Uh, the Anchor Bible class will be starting this Sunday for men. Uh, Brother Daniel McManus will be teaching that. and We've been talking a lot about it. I'm excited. It's going to be a great day. Hope you be much in prayer uh, for that day. Happy birthday today to Tony Casper. 
A happy birthday to Frankie Marshburn, a happy birthday to Gwen Schnur, and a happy birthday today to Michael Tuck. I hope you folks have a wonderful and a very happy birthday. Let's pray today for our church and our school. Pray for all of our missionaries. Pray for our uh, members. Pray for all of our ministries. Uh, let's pray for our country. Pray that God would do a great work in the United States of America. I'll pray for Israel and pray for safety and protection there. Let's pray for this Sunday. I love my church Sunday. And then let's be much in prayer for our winter revival that is really just about three weeks away. Uh, it is around the corner and we are so excited and looking forward to a great time there, February the 19th uh, and the 20th. We're going to go to a song by the Epley family. I think you'll like this. I don't know any better than Jesus. And then we'll get right into our Bible study in Jeremiah chapter 1. I don't know any better friend, someone on whom I can depend to lighten my load, comfort my soul, and break every no matter what comes, no matter what goes, when I have a problem, he always knows the answer to why I love him so I don't know any better. I don't know any better than Jesus, however compared, he's better still, better than what this world has to offer, better than whatever Jesus yours like I made him mine Be cleansed of your sins He'll be to them forgiver, forgetter So open the door to your heart wide At your invitation He'll come live inside Oh, what peace therein will abide I don't know any better I don't know any better than Jesus Amen. I'd agree with that. I don't know any better than Jesus, and I'm glad I know him. And uh, if you do not know Jesus today, today is the day for you to put your faith and trust in him and uh, be a child of God, be saved, be born again, and uh, know that you know that you know that heaven is your home. The book of Jeremiah is really an amazing book, and you'll see as we get into it, a lot of the, the book is sermons that Jeremiah is preaching to the nation of Judah. He's preaching to people that are backslidden. Uh, some of it we see is in the early stages. Uh, it's not really that evident on the outside, but it's a matter of the heart. And by the way, that's where backsliding always starts. It always starts on the inside. It always starts in the heart. And uh, I always say that uh, you may be in church, 
and uh, you may be in church uh, tomorrow night and you may be backslidden in your heart. So I'm in church and I say, praise God. That's why I think you ought to go to church whether you feel like it or not, because probably the times you don't feel like it, it's probably the times you need it the most. But I always say that sometimes we, we are going through the motions and maybe we're going to church, maybe we're even serving God uh, in some ministry, but in our heart, things are not right. And, and that's the time to deal with it. Don't wait until it's evident. Don't wait until then you start acting upon uh, those feelings, but keep your heart right with God. And Jeremiah tried to warn the people uh, with the messages of God. And that's what a lot of the book is. And I think these messages, I think they'll help us in a major way just to, to protect our hearts and to keep us close to God. But we've gone through at the beginning, we've gone through a lot of more of the history and uh, even just kind of the groundwork uh, and the foundation for this book and for this man, Jeremiah. But Jeremiah chapter 1 is so important for many reasons. But in this chapter, we see that Jeremiah has some concerns, and we've talked about that. He said, God, I I'm so young. I'm so inexperienced. God, you've got the wrong person. Uh, maybe you want to find somebody, that, somebody else that could do a better job, you know. But God says, oh, no, Jeremiah, I have chosen you. I've picked you, and I'm going to use you. I want to give you a couple thoughts today as we wrap up chapter 1. First of all, I want to ask you, what are your concerns? Uh, what are your burdens? What, what troubles you? For Jeremiah, it was his age and his inexperience. Uh, for you, it might be your past. For you, it might be a family situation. It might be uh, maybe you feel like that you can't do this or you don't have this ability or, or maybe you feel like you're just so overwhelmed that you don't even know where to start. Well, what are your concerns? I'm not asking you that you have to uh, email them to me. But I ask you, what are your concerns? What are your fears? And then once you have identified those, let me tell you very simply what you need to do with those. You need to tell them to Jesus. You say, well, he already knows. I understand he knows. But he still wants us to realize that we need him. He wants us to admit that we can't do it ourselves. And Jeremiah did that. He said, uh, verse 6, Then said I, Ah, Lord God, I cannot speak, for I am a child. And then, after he brought his concerns to Jesus, then uh, to, to God, then God says, Okay, Jeremiah, let me tell you what I'm going to do about your concerns. And God touched him. And God strengthened him. Did you know that God can touch you today? I'm not talking about a, a physical hand that's going to appear out of the sky or out of the air and, you know, put... But, but I'm saying... You can feel and you can experience the touch of God today. I'll tell you, I've gone through things where I was a mess and I didn't know how I was going to get through it. And I, in the midst of that storm or in the midst of that trial, I knew that God was with me. I, I felt his presence. I sensed his presence. I knew that God was the only one that could get me through. God touched Jeremiah. God strengthened Jeremiah and he can do it for you. Also, when you have fears and, con and concerns, realize that God can help you and God can touch you, but also realize that God is in control. And that's what God spells out for Jeremiah. He says, you don't have to worry. I'll take care of you. Here's a couple thoughts. Verse number eight, God told Jeremiah, don't be afraid. And friend, I want to tell you today, you don't need to be afraid. You and I can trust God. You say, but I don't understand it all. I didn't say you would. I didn't say that I do. I'm just saying you don't have to understand it all. You just have to be willing to trust God. Verse number eight, God said to Jeremiah, I am with thee. 
to deliver thee. I'm glad that not only is God with me, but he is able to deliver me. I was reading this morning in 2 Timothy, and Paul was talking about all of the persecutions and all of the afflictions that he had been through. And Paul said this, I endured and God delivered. And you know, that's the way it's supposed to be. We stay faithful, we keep going, and then God is the one who has the power to give us the victory. He's the one that delivers. Our job is to be faithful. Verse number 12, God tells Jeremiah that he will perform his word. Can I tell you, there are things that we cannot do, but God can. And God always does what he says he will do. He is faithful. He is true. Uh, he is dependable. Uh, God has never broken a promise. God has never told a lie. God has never messed up. He's never made a mistake. God will do what he said he would do. Verse 16, the Bible tells us that God would take care of the evildoers. You maybe have some people in your life that give you grief and give you trouble and it seems like they just won't let, let you go and give you a break. You can try to take care of those people and you can try to take matters into your own hands. But how much better to let God take care of it? Verse number 16, I see also we can learn from the mistakes of others. Those that have forsaken God, you don't have to forsake God to realize that's a bad idea. You can learn from those throughout scriptures and those that you have known and those that we have seen that have gotten away from God and it didn't turn out. It was not a good choice. Learn from the mistakes of others. Next, be strong in the Lord. Verse number 17, gird up your loins, arise and speak unto them. Be strong. Verse 17, open your mouth for the Lord. When you're going through a hard time, that doesn't mean you stop praising. That doesn't mean you stop witnessing. That doesn't mean you stop testifying. Open your mouth for the Lord, even in difficult times. Verse 18, realize that you are safe. You are protected. You are in the hands of God. I'm so thankful for those powerful hands. The Bible says that uh, we are leaning, uh, we are, we're, we're, we're resting in the everlasting arms of God. And what a great place to be. Verse 19, as you realize that God is in control, don't forget you are in a battle. You are in a fight. We're in a battle. But also we see in verse 19 that we're on the winning side. God said they will fight against you, but they will not prevail. Who's going to win? Those who are on God's side, they're on the winning side. The reminders I see in chapter one are very simple. God is with you and God is with me and he will deliver. Verse 19, they shall fight against thee, but they shall not prevail against thee for I am with thee, saith the Lord, to deliver thee. Friend, I can't tell you a better promise that you could claim today than the fact that God is with you and he will deliver you. I hope that helps you today. Hope you have a wonderful day. Thank you again for joining us on this Tuesday, and we'll look forward to seeing you tomorrow. On the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend? a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a coworker, we are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. 
Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.